You are now tuned in to The Gifted Gab. We're back. Another episode of 1K Convos. We're back. Another episode of 1K Convos. I'm here with the boy Ace from 25th Hour. What's up, man? How you doing? Not bad, man. It's good to have you on. It's good to have you on, man. Long time overdue. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We've talked about this for a little while, so it's good. We're getting it done, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. 25th Hour. Yeah. You know, why? Why 25th? Yeah, wh- like, where, where did the inspiration come from? Like, how to start a company is not... It's not an easy thing. You know, yeah. you guys, I th- I feel like you guys have positioned yourself as the creative boutique agency in Edmonton. Nah, not yet. Not it, yet. Yeah. In, in, in all in good time. But, uh, well, the origin story was I was on a, I was on my study abroad in the Netherlands. And while I was there, I just had a lot of time to myself. And honestly, just having a lot of time to myself gave me a chance to really figure out what I wanted and who I was as a person. And you sit with yourself a lot and with that you sit a lot with time and so the concept of the 25th hour stemmed from my time there of just 25th hours a play on the construction of time because at the end of the day it is a construction it's a it's a it's a construct and so 25th hour is us creating the 25th hour is a chance for us to take that back because we're so um consumed by time like whether it be we're late for something or i wish we had more time or we're excited for this time in the future but at the end of the day like it's a construct so with time of the hour it's a chance for people to take that back i guess that's more of the subconscious branding but if our work involves us creating branding i just want to make sure our, our branding's tight and a lot of people rock with it so mm-hmm. we've been good so far it was that a creation of like your own relationship with time like were you you know because obviously you built it around this 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 time thing right about time being a social construct is that a reflection of like your struggles with like your positioning with time and how you felt about timing and stuff like that yeah for sure i think uh too often i get too carried away with just wanting a certain time to come or just thinking about how time times were in the past and so even one of the core values we have is just mindfulness and just trying to be present. And so even for myself, like it's just a chance for me to be like, okay, this is me being more present with my time and taking on things that actually I'm passionate about and things I'm that involve me being creative and things that make me actually enjoy life and make me really here now rather than 10 steps in the future or 10 steps in the past, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, you know, for those of you who don't know, Ace is from Edmonton. North Edmonton's finest. North side. North side <laughs> forever. For real. You know, we just saw LeBron shout out the north side with that kid who yeah. had the hoop and stuff like that. And, and, you know, there's a real sense of community. So, yeah. you know, you being from this community, yeah. you know, how do you see that it's grown? You know, what are some of the things you've seen that transpired? Yeah. And, and how did that kind of lead into 25th hour? Yeah, well, I, I've grown up here my whole life, aside from right now, just living downtown. But I, my my family immigrated here in the late 80s, and we've been here ever since. And it, the north side has evolved, but at the same time, I think it stayed the same. Where we're just It's a diverse group of people, and the people here are very 
it it's it's a different kind it's a different kind of person from the north side opposed to being elsewhere like i think uh growing up here we definitely have like a chip on our on our on our shoulder and also too it's just like the fact that we come from so many different walks of life like i i grew up with like sunnis homies like somali homies like vietnamese people like everybody and we all just went to the same schools the same rec centers and all that and i think giving i think that gives you gives us a great opportunity to have a broader perspective of life and i think a lot of people don't get that chance like honestly i grew up like two blocks away from here like well, i went to school sorry two blocks away from here for junior high and then i went to the elementary school uh a block away from there so like i i it's nice to see where things have come but i think th i think the north side has a long way to go and i think we have so much potential to give to the rest of the city and honestly like rest of the world like lebron is seeing it so i don't see why we can't keep growing that way mm. So you being here, <laughs> wait for it. Okay, so you being from Edmonton, okay. I'm sure you're aware that there's this negative stigma surrounding the city of Edmonton, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So like, what what like the beef between Calgary and Edmonton and all that? You know, where does that stem from, and, and how well, do you see it being well, Edmonton? we're a blue-collar city, right? And so a lot of people, like, our makeup is of people who work in the trades or who work in more, like, service industries because that's just who we are, and it just geographically it plays into, like, who we are. But things are changing now, but I think I think, I think think it affects, like, even the next generation. Like, you're, you're finding kids whose parents have always worked a certain type of... Uh, lifestyle or have had a certain type of lifestyle or have always been like working in the trains have always been a taxi driver and so i think it kind of gives this kind of sense of glass ceiling that's not there to a lot of people growing up whereas in like a place like calgary or even vancouver across the world like you have a better understanding of what's possible because it it's right in front of you but i think here in edmonton we're we don't really get that chance but it is possible like i think even myself like i've been able to make a living off of creative projects and like i'm very known my work is very known for the basketball highlights i do and i'm very aware of that and so for myself it's important because i understand that a lot of kids who are in my position five ten years ago are in that now and they and when they see me doing something they're like oh wow like ace is kind of doing something like that and like i don't think i'm where i want to be but even where I am now is far from where I was before. So I just think the biggest difference is just that representation and just showing people that it's possible. And I think once we start getting that, I think more and more people will start to break the matrix and start to really understand that you can do whatever it is in this life. So I love that, man. Yeah. It, it all starts with just seeing yourself, you know, for you, you know, you're from the Filipino community and you guys love hoops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's not just hoops with you. No. You know, you're not just you're not just relegated only to basketball brands. You know, you're reaching companies from this side of the country to all the way to Nova Scotia. Yeah. And for not just a little Filipino kid, but for any kid that's from the north side to see another kid from the north side reaching the masses through you know the back end. You know, you're 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 setting an example. You yeah. Know what I'm you're seeing that okay, you know, hey, here's this guy. He built something, and he's behind what you're seeing from all these other companies. 
Yeah. You know I'm saying there's a lot of power in that. And where, where, where do you think that inspiration came from? The inspiration came from, uh, like my motivation towards doing this. Mm -hmm. I think just seeing where my family, uh, what my family has had to do to put myself in position to even just be in this country. I think a lot of people from the North side or just even from Edmonton understand that like my, my grandparents and my, my parents, they moved here and it's not like they had a bad life where they were. It's just, there was a certain glass ceiling and moving here was a chance for their families moving forward to break that glass ceiling. And so they were never going to see the, the full, um, what's the word benefit of that. Mm. But, but like they were willing to sacrifice that. And so just knowing that like, it's not just about me is really important and just making the most out of the opportunities and also just showing kids that it is possible because I think there's two ways to empower someone. Either you, well, there's two ways to, yeah, two ways to empower someone. Either you, you support them and you tell them you believe in them or you, or you show them what's possible. And for me, like I coached basketball for a while and that was a big reason why I was just giving people that, giving kids that support and so with my basketball stuff and what I do, it's uh, and on the creative side is just showing people that it's possible to do this type of stuff. And luckily for myself, I've been able to travel, go on study abroad and just be able to travel through my work. So I understand that there are people elsewhere who are just like me, breathe the same, breathe the same air, bleed the same blood. And they're doing exactly what I want to do. It's just we're just so caught up in knowing what we see, but we just got to know that it's possible. So those are definitely my two uh, reasons. So just where my family's come from and then also just uh, being an example, I mm -hmm. think is very important because I'm not a person who was a kid in the North side. Like I, I still am a kid, like I'm 23 years old. And so I still understand where a lot of these p kids are coming from. So those are definitely my, my, my biggest reasons why for sure. Did you have an example? Yeah. I've, I've had so many for sure like uh agp who was just on the show was a big example for me like going to his camp for the first year he was one of the first people to tell me that i could play in the acac i ended up redshirting in the acac but i would have never pursued that if someone like him didn't um miss barry who was one of my junior high teachers a lot of people a lot of teachers honestly like mr roselli who taught me at mac um sunny such who's like an older like dude of mine like he runs good hoops so a lot of like older people in the community who just honestly just told me they believed in me was the biggest thing and a lot of time now looking back i'm like why would they even say that like i had nothing to give them to i had nothing to give them i had no proof that it was going to work but just i just think that extra push just kids need like mm -hmm. for sure it's so so crucial like it it takes it takes a village to uh to raise a child right but we need to really solidify that village first before we start raising children mm. that's how i see it that village is, is community right yeah when there's a community behind you i think that anything is possible you know what i'm saying and it's it could be i think we too many times we think community is just relegated to you know the area that we live in or the borders that confine us but or or even our 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 ethnicity or, or culture, but community is much more than that. It's like you think about, you know, you 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 were pretty involved in the basketball community. You still are, but what brings all that all those people together? It's not basketball. It's that they're all after the similar. 
goal. You know what I'm saying? There's so much community in that. And you want to, you know, you want to go fast, you go alone. You want to go far, you go together. That's yeah. the model. That's my favorite model. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you know, like you said, you had a couple of examples and a couple of people that said, yo, you can do this. Just, you know, do this like this and go about it this way. Or, you know, you had examples and you had people pushing you. Those little things, looking back, you know what I'm saying? Like, looking back on, you know, our growing, our upbringings and some of the people we came across, you're like, damn, these people seen some things in me that I didn't see in myself till like, you know, five, yeah. six years later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and so for myself, just like, if I have to go out of my way just to tell a kid that like, hey, I, I believe in you, or hey, like, you can do this, I... I I know, like, it takes very little out of me to do that. I know how much it might mean for a 16, 17-year-old kid who might be a little confused and a little lost in their life and not much, ha- not have much support. Um, we, we just need to do better for our kids <laughs> in our community, right? And there's, uh, I think with COVID, I think there's been this huge um, gap because a lot of kids have just been in their own little circles, whether it be just at home or just with their friends who look like them. I just think it's important for them to like know that there's so much more to life and there are people there who are positive and people who are supportive and people who want them to do well. And it's unfortunate because I don't think there's enough of that. So, yeah, there isn't enough of that. There definitely isn't. You know, I think when we talk about Edmonton, it's a metropolitan. There's a million people here, but it still has a lot of like small city, small town vibes. Yeah, that small town vibes community. You know, when cities scale and they get really big, that community aspect slowly, slowly deteriorates. And if Edmonton can maintain that community aspect, that feel, then all these people that we're coming across, all the kids that you talk to, all the kids that I talk to, all the people that watch this, all the people that see AGP, they see 25th Hour, they see The Gifted Gab, they see, you know, Jesse Lipscomb, they see, yeah. you know, Second Floor Podcast. All these these kids that see this, they'll, be, they'll realize that, yo, I know that guy. They'll be like, yo, I know that guy. You know, he, I always see him at, you know, Legacy Athletics. Or I always see him at, you know, LA Fitness or whatever, you know. So you make the degree separation exactly like much more, much more uh, feasible and much more smaller, and then it inspires people. It's like, yo, exactly. this guy did it. He's from the same place I'm from. Exactly. That's what that's what I've been trying to get across with my younger brothers. Is just like that. It's all possible. Like you can do whatever you want in this life. You just have to work back. You just got to figure out your goal and work backwards from that and understand what it means to achieve that. Like, I think what's what's worth having takes a lot of work, but it's doable. It's all doable. And if it's not, you just have to pivot and figure it out and go from there. It's, yeah, it's, I, I think it's so important because it's not necessarily about us figuring it out and us succeeding. I just think it's about us setting the example so maybe the next person figures it out or the next person behind that figures it out Mm -hmm. and luckily for myself and you we both have time we're still young but if we can inspire that next person to figure out it only helps us because we're all from the same community we're all from the same hood so yeah it's it's all we all got to rise together for sure yeah we got to reach back and kind of bring you know the next person up with us i feel like you know there can only be so many people that blaze trails right the trail is meant to be 
walked upon. Exactly. So when someone like you is blazing a trail, it's on you to like, okay, I've done my part and, and, and opened these doors and showed that this is possible. Next, I got to bring the next dude up with me. Yeah. You know, the next guy that wants to be, you know, wants to work in, in, in videography or wants to work in branding, you know, wants to start his own business. You know, we got to give that game out. We got to yeah. keep, we can't hold on to that. Is There's real responsibility when you're in a position of power. Like, I think that is legitimately, like, you have a responsibility. It's not, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, when you are in a position of success, you're doing something well, you have to give it back to the next person. And that's how we all grow. And even myself, like, even with the content that I create and just the work I do, I make sure that it's intentional, even within the representation. Like, you look at my my Instagram feed with the basketball mixtapes, which honestly are all just... That's a passion project. Like, that's not a main mm-hmm. thing I do. And people, I think people get that twisted. But that's a passion project. And you look at the the athletes that I feature. They're all um, black athletes. They're Arabic. Um, they're women. I think just showing kids that there are, that these types of people can be successful is important. Like, how many times do you see someone who's South Sudanese in a positive light like we don't and but with my content like you see them doing good things and at the end of the day we're all just human it's just the the representation is so important and so even it's not even about me doing something well it's about like showing that you can you can be black or you can be Filipino or you can be a woman and still be successful at stuff Mm -hmm. and we don't we don't get to see that especially here in western Canada like honestly we just don't western Canada you know, I always say every time when I first came out here it was probably like 2011 and I used to say, damn, this place is like 15 years behind. And now in 2021, I'm still looking. I'm like, damn, this place is still 15 years behind. And I don't mean that in the technology, the technology or the culture. I don't mean that in like the technology or the culture. I mean that more so in the who are the faces. You know what I'm saying? When I turn on the news, I don't see anybody that looks like me. Yeah, it's it's honestly just in the mindset because in reality we view things here in Western Canada in a Western gaze, and so and I understand why it's because that's where the money is and that's where a majority of like that's what the majority wants to see. So it's up to people like us to start to shift that narrative and show that there's a gap of, of people like us that need to be seen and people want to see people like us in the media. But until that gap and until that, until there, that push happens, nothing's going to happen. But, but I, I don't even think it's performative. Like when people from marginalized backgrounds, they start to create content and, show themselves on the news they actually have a lot to provide a lot to give so we just got to keep breaking those doors mm-hmm. that's how i see it i still think that you know western canada edmonton calgary even vancouver like we we, we think of vancouver as this big metropolitan there's very little black representation there you know i don't know about filipino i know there's a lot of iranians and stuff there and i look at calgary and edmonton well same thing you know me and you we're very in with the basketball culture but yeah you take, you remove that, you realize, oh, sh- there's nobody doing anything that looks like us. Yeah. You know, and so representation is important, and, and that's 
that's where you step in with twenty. And I think I think the keyword is representation. Like there's actually a lot of people who look like us and think like us out there. It's just actually showing it to people. Mm-hmm. And that that's what trips me out is that like people come up to me and they're like, yo, like I love what you do and like for me it's like I just do what I do because I enjoy it and it's my lifestyle. But I forget that it is such an anomaly and it shouldn't be that case. Like we should not be the anomaly. Like it should be very feasible for uh, for people to do this type of stuff but mm-hmm. it's still not there yet no it's not there yet we're getting there man and that's what 25th hour is here for representation is important man it's uh you know not just in in seeing ourselves but even in the brands right when we think about what makes nike so powerful uh when we think about music television it's not. It's like how are these brands represented, and how are the people that use these brands, whether they're in commercials, whether in you know, print, whatever it is, how are they represented? You know what I mean? And there's so much. There's just so much power in seeing yourself. Like yeah. for you, you know, seeing this guy, this Filipino guy from Northside Edmonton, starting his own brand, you know, doing things his way, making all the mistakes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. That. There's just power in that, you know. Yeah. Talk about like, you know, maybe some of the things you might have overlooked when you first started, and yeah, oh yeah, there's so many things. Like, but at the end of the day, that's just part of the process. Like how I say, whenever I make a quote mistake, it's just part of the game, right? So whether it's just something of like figuring out my processes and just making things more organized, or just under or just having a better understanding of customer service of just the customer interaction there's so many things that i've overlooked or even things that i'm learning but how i see it is that i'd rather learn and grow at my own terms rather than doing something um for someone else and maybe that might sound a little selfish on my end but at the end of the day like i would rather lose on my terms and 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 then i'd rather win on my terms if that makes sense but Honestly, just doing things my way is just is so important. Honestly, that's just how I've always been. And so I, j- I don't see me changing anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you said something, you, you hit something really on the nose right there. Like, winning and losing on your own terms is a very overlooked thing. You know, like, I have no beef with nine to fives. No. You know, I had some of my most, like, some of great money great times you know i worked for great companies and but the thing that that drove me crazy was that you know i was winning and losing at this job yeah whether i went won or lost i got paid the same yeah exactly you know um and i and people think like oh there's there's like an anti nine to five no it's, it's not no, no, that no 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 it's 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 some people who just want to be rewarded for the extra work that they exactly put in, yeah you know? like I'm not on some like Gary V type shit like and I'm not on like anything <laughs> like that like it's it's just more so like living a lifestyle where I really get it how I live if if that makes sense like I like if I'm gonna lose I'm gonna lose if I'm gonna win I'm gonna win and just 
like there's nothing wrong with nine to five like i'm not opposed to that at all i'm just at an age for my own self and i'm a, i'm just at a point in my life where i can take a risk and i'm able to take a leap of faith and honestly if the stuff doesn't go well it's fine like i'm about to graduate with my university degree in four months and so even for myself like yeah i started my own business but i also have the safety net of a degree and i'm educated and so it is it is good to take risks and to put yourself in positions to succeed, but you have to be smart about it and really do everything. Like you don't have to pick that entrepreneur type lifestyle, and you don't have to pick just school. Like I, I'm an example. You can you can do it all. Like it's not easy, and honestly, like there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that go in to what I do. Mm-hmm. But I'm living on my own terms, and so that's that's all that matters to me. Hey man, twenty fifth hour. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not only twenty four. You know, sometimes <laughs> we gotta we gotta stretch it as much as possible. You know, talk about the branding side of things. You know, yeah. Um, not just your own branding, but the importance of it in, in business. I think when we're when we're starting small businesses or, or ventures, you know, me, I, I love branding. Yeah, branding is it's like fun. it's fun. It's like you're it's you're choosing your identity in a sense. Exactly. You, you get to choose the colors that represent. Yeah. You the font type that you want the feel you want to you know yeah. encompass you know there's a lot of psychology that goes into branding you know what wh- what made you you know like that so much like what made you want to follow that as opposed to like okay you know let's just stick with videography and film well, production well I, th- I yeah so initially i was just in videography actually before that i was in journalism and then it's kind of pivoted where i have a full professional communications degree and while I was on while while I was in the Netherlands, I took a film production course. But what what drew me towards branding was just how it's so encompassing, and it just at how it just takes in so much. And how I see branding is that branding is just uncovering what's already there and just making narrative of that and just uncovering your story. Because in reality, whether you consciously choose to make a brand or not, everyone has a brand especially with social media and us having all these platforms, like whether you like it or not, you have a personal brand Mm -hmm. or what you have has a brand. And so if if that's the case, you might as well put real attention to detail and put real input into making your brand something that you're proud of. And so some people might think like, how does this directly affect my sales or directly affect my margins? And it does because your brand really gives a representation a first impression of who you are and what your company stand for stands for and what your where your values are so you might as well invest in that and figure out what's best for yourself and for your your organization Mm -hmm. i think like you said first impression especially in like this digital age technology where a lot of the brands you stumble upon is through your phone right so what is the first thing you might see maybe an instagram page website you know a logo you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like when we think about some of the strongest brands, like you couldn't pay me to switch from Apple to Samsung. Yeah, that has nothing to do with like the Samsung phone is probably a better phone than an iPhone. But you wouldn't even know that because you haven't even looked into it. I haven't even looked into it. But like the branding that that Apple brings, maybe they got me. Like they got me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, ha- they have us all. They have us all. But it, it's not about feasibility it's not about the technology it's like when you see that apple people are like you know what i know what i'm getting oh yeah from that company yeah. well i think i think 
brand is important. Another reason why brand is important is because at the end of the day, we all just want to feel a sense of belonging and a sense mm -hmm. of understanding. That's I think true. brand really gives that. For like example, like this hoodie I'm wearing, it's a 20th hour Nike hoodie. And I, I did that on purpose because mm -hmm. Nike is such a strong brand. And 20th hour is like whatever. But if we're able to build that brand association between Nike and 25th hour, that is huge for me. And it really puts myself, puts my team and our brand at a premium. So mm, that's the word right there. Yeah, a premium. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, uh, and something like brand is a premium. But if you're very serious about what your work and what you do in your organizations, it's something that you will look into, especially now. Like, it's just where we're headed. Like, you can no longer be a a fencing company and just operate by like just going just calling people like you need a real brand you need a website you need a logo you need colors you need everything and it's just the way we're going and you might as well just hop on it before it's too late mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah that's probably you know my funnest part the funnest part for me about building a company a brand whatever is that process of like yeah what do you want people to know your brand for yeah you know you kind of decide that with the colors you choose yeah. with what's the first thing they see when they stumble on your website, you know? Um, and like, when you think about even like personal brands, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like that's one thing people, I've struggled with it. You know what I'm saying? How do I brand myself if I like to do everything? Yeah. You know? So it's like, it's something, that, you know, it seems like a very superficial thing. Cause you're thinking about what do people perceive when they see you or yeah. see your brand? But when you understand how the brain works and how people make decisions yeah. on things and how they make purchasing decisions and how they make investment decisions, yeah, you know, they want to feel secure about exactly the people behind this logo. I, I think the beautiful thing, another beautiful thing behind brand is that it's just uncovering what's already there. Mm -hmm. So a big thing that we do with our work is whenever we do a brand project, we send our the client a questionnaire. And they're very general questions. And because brand is just uncovering where your values are at and who you are. And so it's not making up anything new. It's just really bringing who you are to the forefront and to the surface so that everyone can see it. Because, yeah, you might have an idea of who you are and what you guys stand for. But unless people can actually see it and understand people can see it they won't understand it and that's why it's so important that's why every single time someone comes someone i know says they've seen 25th hour i always ask them like oh what's what do you think about it like what's your first impression of it because that first five seconds of what people think is so important and that's really what i aim for when i'm building this brand it's like what are people going to think within the first five seconds of interacting with 25th hour mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a serious question yeah you know what i mean because it, it the answer you get from that will show you if your company is in the right direction yeah. or not. And like I said at the beginning, oftentimes companies don't want to pay for branding. They don't want to invest in their, their image. They don't want to invest in, you know, what is this thing that represents you? Yeah. We, come, we bring it right back to representation. It's like your brand represents you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That check on the hoodie for Nike, you know, it's probably one of the most symbolic. <laughs> when you see that check, you're like... Everybody knows they don't even put Nike on there anymore. It's just a check. Exactly. Well, I I'll ask you like what what's your what's your impression of Twenty Fifth Hour when you think of it? Like, what are your what are your thoughts? I th the first thing I think of Twenty Fifth Hour is I think about bridging a gap. Yeah. You know that's like when when you go through like the image when you look at the logo, you get a vintage 
like a vintage feel from it. But then when you go and you look on your website and you look at your work, it's futuristic. So it's like you're bridging old and new. That's that's what I think of when I think that's of awesome. the hour. And um I love that because I think right now as as millennials and, and, and Gen Zers, you know, we do bridge a lot of things. Oh yeah. We bridge think about we bridge the boomers, you know, we we bridge technology and, and tradition, you know, we bridge, you know, culture and, and, and individuality. You know what I mean? We bridge we've been bridging, you know, music and, and lifestyle, sports, yeah, hip hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've been bridging things for sure. For so long. You know, so when I first saw Twenty Fifth Hour, my first impression is, huh, here's a bridge, another bridge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What is your impression when you get see the gifted gap? Gifted gap? Yeah. Um, well, I think of just like real conversation and just people like within th- like these communities that otherwise would go unheard of. And I think of just how to say this, like pe- like conversations of from people of from communities that are on the rise. So mm-hmm. like, for example, like the black community here in Canada, I think has like made a lot of like uh, progress and representation, but we still have a lot of work to be done or even just people within who are Filipino Canadian. So just people un- who are unrepresented, just given a chance to speak and just talk their shit, which is so important. It's literally the word of the day, representation. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's important, man. Representation is important. And I think the next most important word is, is, you know, dialogue. You know what I'm saying? Like one thing about branding, you know, once somebody gets past the brand and they want to move to the next step, guess what? It's a conversation. Now. Exactly. You that's know? why I'm here. <laughs> that's exactly why you're here, right? So it's like by putting the brand out there and, and, and summoning this feeling of whatever, oh, okay, a 25th hour creative boutique agency. Okay, maybe they can help me with my brand. Exactly. Now they're going to reach out, and now you have this transaction and a chance to build a relationship that can be beneficial to both parties, right? And that's everything. But that all started with the representation of how your brand looks. Exactly. Feelings it, it, it summons. And it's like, you know, we, I don't know, maybe, I think right now we're going through a, a sort of like an enlightenment period. You know, like there was the enlightenment period and like, you Understood, know, yeah. and then the renaissance and stuff like that. I think right now we're going through a technological enlightenment. Whereas before there was too much information. Now we're like, okay, we're figuring out where to find the information that is useful to us. You know what I'm saying? No matter what happens, no matter what transpires, there's always going to be, you know, trees, water, nature, all these things that are resources. One of those resources is information. It's never going to go anywhere, you know? And I think right now we're, we're, we're seeing that, okay, if Ace wants to start his own company, he has all the means at his disposal to do that. Yeah. You know, same way if you wanted to build a house, you just had to find some lumber, find some brick. Well, now no, you got to buy some land. Yeah, first. Yeah, but yeah. the resources are, are at our disposal to do these things. Yeah. So with information, it's the same thing. Exactly. Tomorrow, if someone's want, like, you can't come to me and have a conversation about, yeah, I've wanted to do this thing. My 
my answer is going to be, why haven't you? That's bullshit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, why haven't you? Because what's stopping you? There's literally nothing stopping you. Like, we live in 2021. There's information everywhere. Like, 20 years ago, or even 15 15 years ago, like, people had to go to the library which that sounds so foreign, but like, <laughs> like honest, and like now, like you want to Google something, you don't have to type it up. You just have to yeah. like talk to Siri, yeah. you know? And like, I, I think that's so beautiful, like in the sense that one of my tattoos is actually the, the concept is knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. And actually that's something that my great grandpa would tell to my dad when he was growing up was that like, you should fill up your brain with as much knowledge and read as many books as you can because people can take, people can take your cars, your houses, everything you own, but they can never take the knowledge that gets put into your brain or into your head. So I, I don't take that for granted. And, and now that everything is so accessible, like why not read everything about anything? And absolutely. It's, it's, I always say like real wealth is, is up here. Oh yeah. Right. It's like being broke is temporary. Yeah. Cause if you're actually wealthy, in the mind, you can create wealth anywhere. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the reason why I, I, I am doing what I'm doing. It's not to pursue necessarily material wealth, but just wealth of the mind and just wealth of time. And I think that's something that we often uh, not we don't look at as younger people, but as you get older, you start to realize that like wealth is just about freedom and it's just about doing what you want. And with the 25th hour, it's allowed me to have a platform to just do what I want and do things on my own term. And you know what? Like I am, it is, it is profitable and it is a business, but it's, it's a, it's a platform for me to just be happy and just have wealth and not, and wealth in all these different aspects. So what's next for 25th hour? What's next for ACE? What's next? Well, I graduate school at the end of the semester. So that's probably gonna be like, honestly, my biggest, biggest accomplishment to this day. I'm pretty proud. Like none of my family, um, I'm going to be the first male in my family to have a degree. Like my parents don't have degrees. My grandparents don't have degrees. Like it's a great feeling. Yeah. I'm like my grandparents, not, I don't even think they have high school diplomas. Yeah, like, and, and, and like, and that's all good because they put me in a position where I can do that. And so I don't take that for granted. And it's something I've been trying to relay to my brothers and my cousins. Like, yo, mm-hmm. like our families, like put us here to, succeed and we don't have to do anything extravagant but we just have to go to school get our degrees do what we have to do and we get caught up because we've we've grown up here in edmonton so we don't understand that like if we were born 30 years ago we would be in like a rice field (laughs) and that's 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 real hell but so my next step is like getting my degree and then hopefully at some point get my master's in something we'll see and then i would love to keep growing the 25th hour, take on bigger projects, do more community initiatives, um, expand more past Edmonton. Like currently we have clients in Victoria, San Francisco, Nova Scotia, Calgary, but I would love to do work in Europe. Um, my long-term goal is hopefully to live out there. It'd be nice. So, yeah. Cause it's, it's a beautiful lifestyle. And honestly, me spending time there in 2019 made me realize that there's more to life than just, just, north side so (laughs) it's uh we'll see where it takes me but i'm just trying to enjoy myself and load up the bases and put people that i know people i love and care about into in positions to succeed so yeah i don't take anything for granted but that's kind of where i'm at that's it man you guys heard it here first man 25th hour ace if you need some branding tips 
you know where to go. Yeah. Uh, I guess my last thing is like for real. If uh, if you're if you're a kid in the community and you need help, like just figuring out like if you want to start your own business or you need help with videography or anything like that or you need a basketball cro- program or whatever, just my my Instagram is will be will be will be here and like you guys can always contact me like i'm i'm all for the community and i just want to help everybody who's involved in our city because that's the only way we we bring each other up and we just got to keep growing together otherwise like we're nothing right so like there's more to life than just what we see and like in our communities and i know like being a teenager is tough and all that stuff but like Everything and anything is possible. Like, I, I truly believe that. I literally have the world is yours, like, tattooed on my leg. And <laughs> I, I believe that. Like, I truly believe that. It's just a matter of just people seeing that and being empowered and someone believing in them. And that can be me. If you need that to be me, just hit me up and we can chop it up. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. Ace, 25th hour, the gifted gab. You guys already know what it is. 1K combos. Just like that, we're gone.